0: It's a wonderful day once again. I have the two gentlemen that I had last time in the studio. Mr Oliver Mudzimba, welcome and good morning to you. Yeah, morning father. As well as Mr Tinotenda Buchkaru Repo, I would like again to welcome you in the studio. Okay gentlemen, we are going to pick up the pace and as best as we can, flow with the flow and uh, move with the message from where we left it the other time. To all of you, our audience all over the world, it's a pleasure to have you tuning in on Inspire Radio Podcast. I believe this segment is going to be a blessing to you. Last time I remember touching on the Eretz and I remember touching on many, many things in regards to separation and how God moved in the creative dimension, formulating things through creating a mood But today, I believe we are simply going to look again once more into the book of Genesis and move with the flow. So I believe that we are going to read mainly from the book of Genesis chapter 2 from verse 5 to 7 and the last time. The reason why we touched on separation is to reinforce the idea that you cannot be able to manifest unless you are able to stand out especially against the tide of the seas or against the noise that may come against your ideas. And if you were to look deep into the matter you were going to pick something that without the earth or the areas we are talking about the same ground coming into visible manifestations then a great deal of creations from humanity things that are uh, strived because of the earth These things, they were never going to take any form ultimately in the creative dimension. So the Eretz, it was like a foundation through which God was going to usher a great deal of creation into the dimension of visible manifestation. We are talking about the vegetation. We are talking about humanity. We are talking about uh, the beasts, the fowl of the air all those things they would rely ultimately on the manifestation of the errors or the firm ground so without that separation then these things they were not going to come into perspective so today i am going to try as best as i can to focus much of our attention on humanity and how God ushered us into the creative realm so that we can be able to take a clue and uh, formulate as well as create our own uh, uh, creative atmospheres So we are going to look into the scriptures from the book of Genesis chapter 2 I'm going to read from verse 5 to 7 the Bible says and every plant of the field before it was in the earth and every herb of the field before it grew for the lord god had not caused it to rain upon the earth and there was no man to till the ground but there went up a mist from the earth what had the office of the ground and the Lord God formed? men of the dust of the ground and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life and man became a living soul One thing I want you to, to show you in this scripture Is it is going to serve as our introduction or as our foundation? Is the fact that I alluded to the last time when I said that creation is the one that is waiting for you to appear into the dimension of creation so that it can also manifest not the other way around remember the other time I told you that each and everything that you want to see it's not you who must wait for it but that thing is already somewhere out there waiting for you to manifest in revelation and put that thing into a dimension of visible manifestation and you can see this very clearly especially when you read the word of god from the book of genesis chapter 2 mankind from the book of genesis chapter one was the last entity to be created by god but when you look into genesis chapter two mankind was the first to emerge or to manifest before any other thing that was created by god took visible manifestations so it's very very important to understand And I still remember preaching or teaching on this subject. And I said that in the dimension of creation, mankind was the last to be created. And when you look into it, in that dimension, God was functioning or he was operating in that mode of meditation. He was in thoughts. But when you look into the book of Genesis chapter 2, you are going to realize that God, he moved from the dimension of meditation and he entered into the dimension of formation. Because each and everything that God was thinking of in the book of Genesis chapter 1, it took visible shape and form in Genesis 2 chapter two when god was pushing all those things into manifestation by physically working on the plan so it's one thing to meditate upon something and it's another thing to see that idea to see that creative mind being put into practical operations Whereby you are going to see things moving from your plant dimension To the dimension of wax whereby you visibly make it possible By molding something giving it a form and a shape Working on it through formation So there are two dimensions which envelop Or which surround the creative atmosphere Or the dimension of inventions These are the dimension of meditation whereby you are thinking on something and after you have a concrete idea, then you push yourself into works whereby you physically work on something. So man was created on the sixth day, but a great deal of other things, they were created before man. But when you look now into a scripture like this from the book of Genesis chapter 2, verse 7, it is saying that no plant of the field, no herb again of the field had grew up in the areas or in the uh, same territory simply because God had not caused it to rain upon the earth. And why is it that God did not allow rain to fall upon the earth? The Bible clearly says that there was no man to till the ground. So you are now seeing creation that it was waiting for a man to appear first. The man with the ability to till the ground. And when that man was formed by God then the rest of creation it was then molded visibly and it took form and it entered into the dimension of form because the word of god says that and then god allowed a mist from the earth and that mist it watered the whole face of the ground and then god formed men of the dust of the ground and after he formed man, he then breathed into his nostrils the breath of life. And then man became a living soul. So you are seeing now that God, in the book of Genesis, chapter 1, he was in the idea dimension. But now, in Genesis, chapter 2, God is moving from ideas. And he is entering into the dimension of works. So it's one thing to have a good plan, to have a fresh idea, and it's another thing to push that idea into form by visibly and physically physically working on that thing so that it can manifest. I want to take a look at the word of God from the book of Genesis once again. There are so many many of these scriptures that we are going to be looking at probably from the book of genesis and then i'll try as best as i can to drive the point on if you are going to look into the word of god from genesis chapter 2 verse 18 to 20 the bible says and the lord god said it is not good that the man should be alone I will make him and help meet for him. And out of the ground, the Lord God formed every beast of the field and every fowl of the air and brought them unto Adam to see what he would call them. And whatsoever Adam called every living creature, that was the name thereof. And Adam gave names to all the cattle and to the foe of the air and to every beast of the field. But for Adam, there was not found any help meet for him. I believe this one is going to help us to uh, carry out our agenda to push our purpose of the day. The word of God is saying that God he said it's not good for the man that he had created to be alone and then God he decided that I must make him and help God decided that the man needs aid the man needs assistance from another perspective, from another dimension but When you look into verse 19 of the book of genesis chapter two it's very very interesting the word of god says then god out of the ground he formed every beast of the field number one number two he formed every fowl of the air and then he brought these things unto adam so that he could see how this man adam was going to relate by giving those things names so he brought the beast of the field the fowl of the air and then these things they were presented before adam and god wanted to see how he was going to relate with these things and the bible clearly says that each and everything And that uh, uh, was presented before Adam that he called that name that he ascribed on that thing became the name of that thing thereof but I want to show you something the scripture is saying that God said it is not good for a man to be alone but God said it is not good for a man to be alone. You see God doing something that is completely opposite. He goes on and he forms the beasts. He goes on and he forms the fowl of the air. And then he brings these things before Adam and he sits there, he waits to see whatever this man was going to call these things and then eventually how Adam named these things is the names that eventually stood. Those were the names they were thereof according to the scripture. I want to show you something. God knew that it was not what good for Adam to be alone but look into the approach God did not just began by bringing adam the companion but he started on another note by introducing the rest of the creatures that i said they were still in the ideas of god to adam by visibly physically forming these things we are now talking about the what the beast of the field as well as the fowl of the air. So now you can see that without a man in his position, there are certain things that God has in his mind that will never manifest. That's why I said creation, the dimension of creation is actually waiting for someone to take his position. So positioning is very, very important Especially when we talk about creativity, we talk about innovation, inventive things that were not there. Adam, he existed first. And in that dimension that he existed first, there was nothing. But his presence is what forced now God. When God said, It is not good for this man to be alone, then God had to revisit his mind we are not talking about the mind of God he had to revisit his mind and Check into those things that he created in the book of Genesis chapter 1 and they were not yet taking form in Genesis chapter 2 But because there was a need and that need was that the man was alone so God, he will always allow you to see whatever that is in his mind, taking shape and taking form, when you know how to position yourself. It's very, very important positioning. And then you are going to understand this thing that I said, that man was the last to be created in Genesis chapter 1. But in the realm of formation, he was the first to appear. So you must be the first to appear before that business appears if you who must enter into that dimension first. Yes. Now you are seeing things that existed in the mind of God before Adam. And now these things, they are being pushed to manifest because adam when god said it is not good for the man that's when now god is bringing these things out of the idea dimension into the dimension of visible manifestation but i want to show you something there that is very very particular instead god knew what adam needed he knew what adam needed but look into how God approached the needs of Adam. He started by creating other things that Adam didn't need. We are not talking about the fowl of the air, the beast of the field. God knew. The question there was the man needed help. The man needed some aid. He needed some assistance and by design god knew that the things that he was about to cause to manifest they were not the solution but why is it that god did this according to genesis chapter 2 verse 19 the bible says that he did that so that he can see what the man was going to call these things so in the creative dimension Before you can enter into the territory of your assistance The territory of your aid the territory of your help God can allow other ideas that he has in store to start to manifest before you just to see how you are going to react to those things because i've been asking myself this question why now that god had to create these other things that he knew were not going to help adam in the help that he knew was needed for this man to function properly then he created other things otherwise you are going to see something there it is simply because god was testing adam test him to see how is this man going to correlate with these things that are coming into his realm of visible manifestation so God can allow you to enter into affairs whereby he wants you to just give names to things he wants you to give names to things and those things they are not practically Supposed to be things that are going to aid you or that are going to work to your benefit. So there is a dimension whereby he allows you to wait. But in the process of waiting, he is testing are you good to identify, to give things names? He is just testing. Adam was put in that situation. Because God wanted only to see what he was going to call the rest of his formation, whatever God was forming at that instant. And the word of God clearly says that after these things were presented before Adam, there was no help that was found that was meat for him. So do you know that God can know that Mr. Kuchikauripo, he needs a car. And then he allows you to enter into this same dimension that Adam passed through. The dimension of giving names. And then things begin to come your way and they are not yours. But you are simply put in that atmosphere to test if you are going to carry a certain mentality whereby you are going to settle for what is not yours or you are going to understand those things that are being presented before you by god and then ascribe identities to those things so this environment is an environment whereby god is testing your understanding are you going understand do you understand your purpose your function because not everything that will come in the dimension of formation is supposed to help you some of the things that will come they are simply to test you how are you going to see them and the way you see things is the way you, you will eventually confine yourself to become. Remember in the New Testament Jesus says that the eye of a person is the light of that person. So whatever you see as an individual it is that thing that lights up your soul as an individual. So how you are going to see things before you enter into the dimension of your own manifestation, is ultimately what is going to determine your uh, level of success eventually. How are you going to see other people's businesses? So God can put you into that environment simply for you to study other things visualizing them seeing this man doing this seeing this other person doing that and then starting those things knowing for certain that I'm not meant to sell alcohol and a believer but you are watching from afar how they are doing their businesses and you are learning from that distance So in that dimension, it's a learning first that God may allow you to pass into. And in that first, there will be no help meet for you. In that environment, most of you who have worked for other people, you understand what I'm talking about. There are certain places that God will allow you to pass into simply for you to gain an experience simply for you to gain an experience. And then there are certain places whereby God would want you to enter into simply because those places, they are the places of your manifestation. They carry your manifestation in the material dimension. So it's very, very important to understand this first. I'm talking about the affairs whereby God may allow you to enter into an environment whereby you are simply supposed to observe other people's things. In that environment, you are not supposed to be jealous. God did it deliberately after forming Adam. He knew this man needed help, he needed assistance. But look into what God is doing now. God is forming things that are completely in the opposite direction, especially when we are looking into the idea that God had, he saw the need, that the man needed help. But look into what God is doing. When he saw that the man needed help, he did not immediately bring the help. He started by creating other things. And he brought them before Adam to see how this man was going to call those things. And whatever Adam named, that eventually became the name thereof. So you may be allowed to enter into a dimension of waiting, whereby you see other people's things. And then in that process, God is testing your identity. Are you going to relate to the fowl? Yet you are a human being. Are you going to relate to the beast of the field? Yet you are a human being. So there are certain things that God can allow you to face in your life, but they are not yours, but they are simply there to test your character. Because remember, God had created a man, and he knew the man his needs. But he's bringing animals. So God was testing to see, Adam, are you going to carry an animal mindset? Are you going to differentiate yourself from the rest of the creation? So there are certain things that God can allow you to face. Simply because he wants you to understand yourself. To understand who you are. So it's very very important that one is very very important now. I want us to take a look into the Word of God again From the book of Genesis chapter 2, we are looking into the book of Genesis chapter 2. I'm going to shock you It's very very important Genesis chapter 2. We are going to read it from verse 21 to 24 It's very very important. I'm trying to simplify the realm of creativity which is the dimension of inventions. Now, it says that and the Lord God caused a deep sleep to fall upon Adam, and he slept, and he took one of his ribs and closed up the flesh instead thereof, and the rib which the Lord God had taken from man made he a woman, and brought her unto the man. And Adam said, This is now born of my bones, and flesh of my flesh. She shall be called woman because she was taken out of man. Therefore, shall a man leave his father and his mother, and shall cleave unto his wife, and they shall be one flesh. Now this scripture it's interesting because it relates to marriage, but I want to show you something. Now, after God brought all these other things, then Adam gave them names. Then God again he saw that still this man doesn't have the help that is meet for him. Then the Bible says, then God caused a deep sleep. To fall upon Adam, and when the man slept, then God He took one of His ribs, and then He crossed the flesh thereof, and then that rib which God took out of the man He then formed another creature, a woman, and then He brought that woman and presented her unto the man, and then the man who was sleeping when he woke up then he said this is born of my bone flesh of my flesh and then he gave her a name and he said she shall be called woman because she was taken out of men now i said that god can cause you to Enter into affairs whereby things come and they are not yours. Ideas come and then they are not yours. In that dimension, God is testing to see, do you have a jungle mentality? Do you think that everything that is out there is meant for you? So, whenever you enter into this dimension as a human being, you must know who you are, your identity. You must know who you are and then you must know that it's not everything that is created that is created for you it's not everything out there it's not every dimension of creation that is meant for you in that regard I'm trying to show you this thing that they call specialization even in the material world whereby someone who choose something to focus on People who are making it out there? They know what is not theirs and what is theirs. You must know are you inventive in football so that you can focus on playing soccer, or are you inventive in designing so that probably you become a graphic designer, you become probably a fashion designer, and other things. So, without that mentality whereby you just do everything then you will not be able to unlock your dimension of inventions we are talking about the new things whereby you just do everything because other people are doing it in that realm it will be very very difficult for you to manifest but the word of god says that everything that was brought look into the multitudes of creation the beasts and their forms Brought before Adam, cattle, sheep, whatever, the fowls, kinds and kinds of creations. But Adam, he was able to tell that these things are not meant for me. These things are not meant for me. And then God, because of that, yet to push him now into that dimension of deep sleep. The dimension of the deep. Remember when you look into the book of Genesis, everything was created and it was taken out of the deep. So Adam, he needed that push. But how was he going to enter into that dimension if he was content with the other creations? You have to get the point there. So you must look into something and focus on that thing Only on that thing when you do that you are able now to cause God to take you into the deep We are not talking about the deep steps whereby God had to push Adam into a deep sleep And in that sleep he took Adam's rib He closed the flesh and then he formed a woman for Adam and then Adam when he woke up without anybody telling him what had happened he said this is now this is now born of my bones flesh of my flesh so you must be able to know what is supposed and what is meant for you in that dimension you will only understand that when you enter into the realm of introspection whereby you are looking deep into your character to understand who you are introspection before you can find something out there you must know who you are your identity your character otherwise without that introspection you will not know who you are I'm talking about an identity crisis here Adam without that kind of ability to give names that this is a baboon this is a lion he was just going to uh, f- uh, uh, flow with the, with the with the rest of uh, 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 the things that were formed and then he was going to delay his manifestation so I want to show you something there even in a marriage you can see that now, this scripture, it's, 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 it's interesting because it's talking more like marriage because the Bible eventually says, then the man shall leave his father and his mother and shall cleave unto his wife and they shall be one flesh. But before Adam entered into marriage, God brought other things out of the jungle so that Adam can identify those things. Before you can identify your things you must be able to identify other things that are surrounding you I'm trying to speak in riddles here before you can identify what is meant for you it starts by you entering into that dimension of self realization self actualization whereby you know your character that this thing this thing is not mine This thing is not meant for me. You observe from other things. In that same process, you are also learning from the marriages that are also out there in the jungle before your marriage comes. You are also learning from other businesses out there in the jungle before you enter into your own business. So you must be able to stand your ground But how are you going to do that you it means you to enter into a great deal of introspection whereby you can define yourself and separate you from yourself from the rest separate yourself from the baboon and the rest so this one is a very very important thing that you need to understand but i want to shock you because looking into this scripture you think that the woman was formed in this instance but when you flip the page into the book of Genesis chapter 1 from verse 26 to 27 you are going to realize that the woman was created in one day when the man was created so In the dimension of formation, the man came out first, but the woman waited. And it needed God to test this man, Adam, to see if he can know that there is something that I am built to have that is missing. That's why he created everything and then he presented all those things before Adam to see how he is going, how he was going to call those things. And then the names he called, those became the names. But for him there was not no help that was found that was need for him. So Adam, when he entered into the dimension of manifestation, he partly manifested. He manifested in part. But there was another part that was still hidden within him. And also that thing was known in the mind of God. So God had to test Adam to see how is he going to accept the things that I'm bringing before him? Is he going to think that these are his things? Yet himself, his things, they are yet to manifest. I don't know if I am putting this in clear terms, but I want this one to be understood. God has already created you and he has already created your help within you. But before your actual help comes, God, he presents you with other forms of creatures to test your understanding, if you are going to think that those things are going to become your help, then you may eventually delay your manifestation. So in this regard, I'm talking about the things that God had tailor meant for you. They are not all things that will come to you that are meant for you. There are certain things that will come to you that will come to you to test your understanding how are you going to read into this atmosphere of creation and if you are going to understand that atmosphere of creation then God will take you now into the deep because God he has hidden certain things in the deep in your life he has hidden certain treasures And they are hidden in the deep they are hidden in dark places so it would need you to understand because what will make you to accept your situation is your understanding I've seen certain people talking about prisoners and there was an example that a lot of people would uh, put that for an instant if you Put a bird in a cage for too long. The mentality of the cage, the cage mentality may become ascribed or imprinted in the mind of that bird to the level whereby if you release that bird, it may begin to behave completely differently from the rest of the other birds out there because it has got a mentality that has been imprinted within it. So, God wants to see that kind of mentality before he can bring things that are meant for you. Do you know that there are certain people who eventually settle for things that are not meant for them simply because they eventually carried a mentality to flow with the flow, to flow with the rest. But in reality, God had invested a great deal of potential and he had hidden it within those individuals. Now, let's read the word of God from the book of Genesis chapter 1, verse 26 to 27. Then I believe that this matter is going to unfold and uh, uh, probably we are going to uh, come to Uh, 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 how how God did it in the beginning because looking into the book of Genesis uh, chapter 1 26 to 27 the Bible says and God said let us make man in our image after our likeness and let them have dominion over the fish of the sea and over the fowl of the air and over the cattle and over all the earth and over every creeping thing that creepeth upon the earth so God created man in his own image in the image of God created him male and female created he so what I'm saying is Genesis chapter 2 from verse 21 to 24 from verse 18 to 20 God is testing this man Adam Do you know who you are? So when the help was needed for Adam, God brought the other things that he created to be dominated by Adam to see if Adam is going to accept those things as his own help. Testing is understanding. Are you going to understand who you are? There are certain businesses, certain ideas, certain environments that God will allow you to enter into, to test if you understand whom he created you to become. If you are going to circle for that, then you will not understand that you were meant to dominate in that environment, to dominate those things. If you are going to settle, then you will not understand who you were made to become. So, God, he created man. And the way God created man, he created him in his image. And when we are talking about image, we are talking about illusion. Illusion, when we're talking about illusion, we are talking about something that can visually trick you to believe that this thing is exactly that thing. We are talking about what we can call a shared. Now when we talk about a shared, probably you can understand it when you look into your shadow. When people see your shadow, they will know that there is a man somewhere. But the shadow is not the man, but it's simply a reflection of the man. So this is how God created man. He gave men this ability to appear in an illusion that if the fowl see a man they' will think that there is God. If the beast see a man, they will have an illusion and they'll think that this one is God. When a snake sees a man, the snake must see as if it is seeing god we are talking about a mirror dimension of creation whereby god created man and he made him to look as if it is him and then he presented him this is what makes human beings to have dominion and authority over the rest of creation because all the rest of creation, when they are looking at a man, they will visualize a human being as if it is God Himself. So, God had to give humanity his image, and that was not the only thing that God had to give, he had to give humanity what we call the likeliness. The likeliness, the the, the in hebrew the demuth the likeness the resemblance when you're talking about resemblance we are talking about the character we are talking about how you were modeled we are talking about your manner we are talking about your shape we are talking about your fashion how you are doing things so these two things they are very very important to understand because they were given unto adam in the beginning seeing God creating Adam and then bringing him in an environment where he is seeing other creations coming before him to test his dominion. What was being tested there was the dominion of Adam. Are you? Do you understand your dominion? So there are certain things that may come before you simply because God is testing. Do you understand your dominion? How desperate are you for this opportunity? How desperate are you for this thing, for this business, for this relationship? Because you may carry a mentality that you are exactly the same with the other form of creation. But now look into Genesis chapter 1. Man was given the likeness of God, he was given the image of God, and it was done. To make the man to dominate the rest of creation. So you are looking into a dimension of creation before you can come with your own business. God will allow you to witness other people's businesses to test your mentality. Are you going to think like the rest? Are you going to think that this thing is equal to you. Are you going to think that this thing is sufficient to you? Are you going to think because without that my mentality, if you are satisfied with the other things that are not meant for you, then you will not be able to enter into the dimension of your own manifestations? I've seen a lot of talented people, talented footballers who are satisfied in their uh, positions probably they are garden boys and then they are satisfied in that income and then if you are going to tell that person that you know what you can become the next ronaldo or the next Messi, and yet that individual is satisfied in the garden environment is the garden boy he's getting something peanuts but that peanuts is enough for him have you ever seen people and you can tell that this person has got a great deal of potential but what will not put that person into the dimension of his own manifestation is the satisfaction that is going to come This man will just let easily and you say this is mine and then you eventually limit yourself and you not Enter into that phase of manifestation where God wants you to enter so God he created Adam and he gave him his Reflection he gave him an, an illusion so that when he is Present in the forest The animals they will think this is God now who is here He gave man the character of God The likeness we are talk, talking about the character in this instance the fashion the manner through which Adam will do his things the rest of creation will think ah this is god so this is what makes us to have dominion so without that understanding then you will settle for things and when you settle it doesn't matter your ability it doesn't matter whatever god has invested in you if you settle for lesser things then you will not propel yourself into your level of manifestation And when you check this scripture from the book of Genesis, chapter 1, 26 to 27, you're going to realize that God created man in his own image. And then the word clearly says he created him. And he made him in his own image, male and what? And female. Male and what? And female created he them. So in the dimension of creation there was nothing like Adam and and, and, and then he was alone and only him but it was Adam and Eve in the beginning in the mind of God but in the realm of formation God is now testing Adam do you know the other thing that I have invested in your creation that is yet to manifest Because if you do not know that, then that is exactly what will make you to circle for other things that are not meant for you. You will not enter into that deep dimension that I'm talking about. The word clearly says that and God is to push Adam into a deep sleep. Into a deep sleep. Into some form of a trance. Whereby you are sitting alone and then you carry yourself deep into your mind And then you begin to investigate and you ask God is it all that I am supposed to become? Or there is another form of a creation that you are yet to allow to manifest Because God has got the habit. He has got this habit especially when he's dealing with men to cause you to manifest in part They were created, all of them, in the same day, day number six. Man, when was created, the female entity was created also together with the masculine entity. But in the dimension of formation, the masculine, the male entity is the first to appear, to manifest. The female dimension is yet to take form. So I'm saying that it is in the nature of God to cause you to enter into an environment of your manifestation but you are manifesting in part. And he is doing that to test you. Do you know who you are? Do you know that there is another being that is yet to manifest? There is another Kuchka-uripo that people have not seen. There is another Muzimba that people have not Sin, there's another but that people have not comprehended. So, God has got this habit to cause you to manifest by stages stage one, stage two, and then He is testing you. Do you know exactly? you are because what will limit you to enter into the dimension of this manifestation I'm talking about the dimension of God's invention is that satisfaction whereby you are satisfied in your weak state and you don't understand that there is another entity that is still deep within you it is very deep you need God to cause a deep sleep to be before you And when he goes that deep sleep, then that's when that operation takes place. And that deep sleep—what are we talking about? Because we look into it, it was a moment of a trance. When you are in a trance, you are in a sleep, but it is a sleep whereby you are visualizing things. Things are happening from a spiritual dimension and you are entering into an environment whereby you are mining from deep within you because there are certain things that God had put, but they need you to mine them out of you. They are hidden within you. Abilities. That are hidden within you because looking into the book of genesis chapter 2 especially verse 24 it's very interesting because after the woman was formed then adam he called the woman the woman and then he said because she is born of my bones flesh of my flesh and then the word of god says then a man will leave his father and his mother and then you cleave to his wife and then they become one flesh So the two again they become one eventually so there are certain things that god will conceal within you but when they manifest those are things that must make you to become one to become one flesh in the dimension of manifestation remember the promise That God had given them, he said, be fruitful and multiply and replenish the earth. Subdue it. That one, it was not going to be fulfilled with only one party in manifestation. And the other party is yet to manifest. It needed the other party to manifest. And when they manifest, they work in unison. And then you begin to see... Things happening now in the dimension of fruits. I'm trying as best as possible to unlock this thing in a way that you can understand. I'm trying my best. There are certain components pertaining to you, pertaining to your fruitfulness, that God has yet to unveil to you. But how are you going to understand those things? you need to know there are some people who know how to take themselves into a trance into another dimension of meditation where you go beyond the physical dimension to understand the mind of god to understand that there is a rib the rib there is a bone that god has hidden remember when this man woke up god never told adam that this one is your bone but he woke up immediately and he said, This is born of my born. Why, in that state of a deep sleep, he was seeing what was happening. He knew what was happening. So, you need to enter into that dimension. But how are you going to enter into the dimension? You need to be positioned. You need to be positioned in God. Now, I want to try as best as possible to cross by showing you the mystery of inventions that i'm going to try as best as possible to share with you probably everything that i've been putting across i was trying to beat around the bush so that i can get to this point now everything that god created in the Word of God you just hear the word saying and then God said let there be light God did this God did this but when you look into the creation of mankind then God he changed the approach he changed that the approach he said let there be light and then light it took form separated the seas from the earth the errors and then the earth took visible manifestations. He divided the waters from the waters. But when he created man, he changed the approach. So I'm going to show you this one and I believe it is going to unlock realms. I'm saying that there is another Level whereby God engaged Himself in the dimension of creativity. And this one, I want to expose it. Genesis chapter 2, it is looking into how God formed things. Genesis chapter 1, it is looking into how God created things. And now we are talking about the formation of the woman. We are talking about the formation of the man in Genesis chapter 2 but when you look into the word of God from the book of Genesis chapter 1 verse 26 the bible says and God said let us make man in our image after our likeness and let them have dominion over the fish of the sea and over the fowl of the air and over the kettle and over all the earth and over every creeping thing that creepeth upon the earth he said let us let us when he called light he said let there be a light when he divided the waters from the land he separated the land from the waters in simple but when god created man he said let us now you are seeing that there is a congregated force that is involved in the creation as well as in the formation of a man Now, this one is coming from the dimension of fellowship. This one, if you not understand it, because it's just something so, so simple, you may miss it. You may miss from the mind of God if you not understand the dimension of fellowship. When God created the ultimate being, Mankind, he said, let us. Meaning to say, it was not only one party detecting things. It was not only one mind pushing things. But we are seeing a congregation of ideas coming together. And then God is saying, let us. Meaning to say that there was a meeting like this one. And then God is saying, let's do something. Let's do something. He's getting ideas. And then those ideas, ultimately, they propagated how God eventually formed the man. That's how they agreed. They to agree. I know this one now, we must give him our likeness. We must give him our image. We must do this and this in this one we must give him dominion so it was coming from a congregation of ideas a fellowship so you may try as best as you can to understand yourself it's good but when you are trying as best to create new things eventually Then, you must understand also this source. I can call it a fountain that can allow you to tap into the flow of the mind of God. And I'm talking about the fountain of fellowship. We all know that God is constituted in the Godhead. We have got the God, the the Father, God, the Son, God, the Spirit. So, I believe that the God godhead had to make a meeting and then they say, they all agreed to make one thing. They say, let us make men. But this one is going to carry our image. So, you may try to come out with things on, on your own and then you may eventually realize that you've been failing all along. Simply because... Some of the ideas they need, what is called fellowship. They need what is called fellowship. They say that one mind is not better than two. When more people congregate, then you are going to. I've heard people from uh, the business world talking about brainstorming sessions, whether I gather together, formulate a meeting the purpose of that meeting is simply to discuss ideas and then you realize that some of the ideas they will come from unfamiliar sources so if you want to be creative you must also take a leap from God God is making a meeting and he is saying let us create one thing it's not coming from the idea of the spirit alone It's not coming from the idea of God the Father alone or God the Son alone, but they are congregating together and they are agreeing that let's do this. So there are certain opportunities that are open when you congregate minds. And when you do that, by simply listening to other people's ideas, you can eventually pick the mind of God from somebody else. And then when you enter into that dimension, you can easily see yourself entering into your creative dimension. We are talking about the dimension of fellowship. When you look into Adam eventually, and God is saying the man is alone. The man needs help. God had to break the man into two. The woman was part of the man, but God had to divide them so that they become two. So that they become a congregation on their own, so that whatever they can agree on one thing, they can agree on it. That's why the greatest creatures, the people, make a baby's people making people and how can people make people they must agree that now we must try to make a baby all of us we are products of those kinds of agreements whereby people agree that uh, we need to do something now so you are seeing a very important dimension that can propel you into the realm of creativity in the realm of god's inventions whereby you are going to take ideas from other people you must not operate likewise i remember telling you that you must know how to separate yourself but remember the thing that i said you must separate yourselves from you must know how to separate yourselves from what from noise And when I said noise, I said, these ones, they try to overlap into an atmosphere that is not theirs. And they distort eventually. But you cannot operate as an island, as a human being. You eventually realize that you need to tap into other minds. I'm talking about mining ideas from other people. I've met a man, and that man was complaining that there is this man, a very prominent politician. This politician, he studied something and he said, I'm about to unveil aid to people, financial aid, to people who are into businesses. But this man, when he went to the politician, then the politician said, you know what, I will help you. But what I want to see first, before I can help you, is your business plan. And then that man submitted his business plan and then two weeks down the line, the politician was running with the vision. Why? Because the politician didn't have the idea, but he had the money. And he just needed somebody to... I've heard a lot of people complaining that, you know, that person stole my idea eventually. And that person who stole the idea, he knew that I cannot create. I have tried the man I have it but I need inspiration to come from another source, ideas to come from elsewhere. And then he stole someone's idea through promises and brainstorming. So this is a very, very important dimension which you need to understand. This one is a very, very important dimension. This is the reason why God had to divide Adam. Adam, the woman was Adam. She was still Adam. But Adam didn't know that there is a woman inside him. And then God had to take him into a deep place. A deep place. Some people can do it on their own whereby you can enter into that dimension and then on your own you feel new ideas. You can fellowship even with your own self. I've seen some people talking alone then I can re- you can, you can re- easily appreciate that people can fellowship even on their own <laughs> Some people can make conversations and then when, when you when you when you open the door you, you find ah the man is panicking he's the only one but he's talking to himself there are people who can do that they carry themselves deep into trances and then they con- make conversations some of them they pick ideas from that. But not everyone is able to do that. Some of us, some of you, you'd need other people to tap ideas from. And that it will help you. We are talking about the dimension of what? Of fellowship. It will help you to see what you were missing out when somebody is speaking. It will help you to. Because there will always be what we call blind spots. The things that you will not be able to see on your own, and then they will need some spare eyes. You need some extra eyes to help you to see, some extra ears to help you to hear. And then when you tap into those things, then you find it easy for you to enter into the creative dimension. So, it's important to enter into that realm and it's also very important to enter into the dimension of understanding. I believe that today's message is based on you understanding who you are. Who are you as a person? Who are you? Because that absence of knowledge, if you don't have it, if you don't have that understanding, it is what is going to ultimately become a limiting factor. There are certain things that are hidden within you and you don't know them. But you need to enter into a deep sleep, into a deep trance, into a deep dimension. And when you enter into that dimension, then you come out and you separate that bone from within yourself. And you formulate another thing that will complement you so that you enter into the dimension of fullness, Because other people they call the woman, the woman because she carries the womb, the womb. That's why they say the womb man, the womb, the womb man, the one who is carrying the womb. So, you need that dimension of your life to be unlocked, the dimension that can incubate things. The dimension that can conceive that can bring you into a state of fruitfulness. You need that, and you need to understand yourself. And how best can you understand yourself without understanding how you were created? Because most of the times, the reason why we lag behind in the dimension of creativity is because of the lack of this revelation. That when God created us as in the beginning, he created us so that when we manifest in this earthly dimension, we manifest with his image, with his likeness. So when we manifest in this dimension, we manifest ultimately as God. I want to share probably two scriptures and then we'll call it a day. There was an encounter that I'm going to begin with. That happened, and then Paul he delivered a man who was important, an important man, a man who could not conceive in a certain dimension. The word of God, when you read it, probably verse 10 of the book of Acts, chapter 14. In verse 9, you're going to understand where I'm eventually going to drive, but I am having this interest only on verse 11. The Bible talks about an important man. That man, the Bible says that he was born without the ability of the feet. But look, the word of God is calling him what? An important man. An important man is a man who cannot what conceive, he cannot be fruitful. An important man is a man who cannot be fruitful. But this man, the word says, the man was lame. He could not walk. But the man is classified as a what? As an important man. The word of God is not talking about him being unable to reproduce. But the word is saying he is important in the sense that he couldn't walk. Ah, this one, it's 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 a little bit complicated. So a human being can be important in certain aspects, certain functions, rather than fruitfulness in terms of the fruits of the body being able to reproduce the man was called important because he could not walk you can become somebody who is important because you cannot do something we, we are not talking about the babies in this instance the man is said to be unproductive simply because he could not walk he was born from the womb without the ability So this one, I think, I will need another message on this one to touch this one. Do you know that there are certain individuals who are important in the mind; they cannot think, but they are. When people see them, they, they have babies, and then people say, "Ah, this one, this one is fruitful." There are certain people who cannot function effectively. We are talking about the functions of the body. So, as you will be looking at this with revelation, you need to apply yourself, looking into life, and check exactly what is limiting you. Because you can be important in a certain dimension, and that thing, it becomes an obstruction, it stands against your manifestation in a certain environment. The man could not walk. But the bible doesn't talk about him producing babies but the reason why he could not walk then the word of god is saying this man was important and then when paul passed by in that city the bible says you looked at that man and then that man you looked also at paul and when paul was looking at that man he perceived that this man had faith so he commanded that man to rise up And then that man responded and he rose up and he was restored. His feet were restored. But I'm talking about a man who was barren. Because if you are important, you are barren. But this level of barrenness, the man is barren in the feet. So there are certain abilities that you may be barren in. And those abilities they may limit your inventiveness. And those things, they will need life to be spoken into so that you can be able to enter into the dimension of your inventiveness. Now, Acts chapter 14, verse 11, the Bible says, And when the people saw what Paul had done, they lifted up their voice. In the speech of like Lyconia, the gods are come down to us in the likeness of men. You are seeing people calling Paul a god because of his actions, because of what he did for this man. Then he is a god. Okay, let's look into another scripture from the book of John chapter 10 verse 34 to 35 in closing. Verse 34 to 35 Jesus answered them, is it not written in your law? I said, you are gods. If he called them gods unto whom the word of God came, and the scripture cannot be broken ladies and gentlemen the scripture cannot be broken you are a god now we are in an atmosphere whereby you need to understand your nature that you are a god god he created you so that when you appear his appearance you will also appear when you do things, then in likewise it will happen as if it is God doing those things. But you need to come to an actualization, a realization that you are operate. You were granted upon by God Himself to operate as a God. That's why you see people like Paul, someone who was born without abilities, he could not walk. But when you look at him, he just saw that this man had faith. And he had to do something. He had to push him out of that dimension of barrenness. Propelling him into the dimension of activity. And then people, when they saw, they began to speak in their own language. That the gods are come down to us in the likeness of men. So, you need also to push your life so that... Whatever you are going to do people are going to say the gods are come down to us In the likeness in the appearance of men Because the Bible says that you are a god So it comes when you understand because you have the ability Look into Adam Eve came out of Adam So Eve was not born by a woman, but she was born out of a man. Probably no wonder why some men would call women baby and other things. Because (laughs) look into this one. Eve came out, was begotten. So, men, it doesn't matter, you have got the ability to reproduce on another level. Look at this level to reproduce something that looked exactly like him but he was not somebody with a womb, he was not a woman in the correct sense of things so there are certain things that are locked within you and they are simply waiting for you to replicate what God can do and when you do that you enter into the dimension of a God it doesn't matter the situation You enter into a dimension of creativity and you restore order. You bring order where there was no order. You bring order and restoration in an environment that lacked creativity. You begin to operate as a God. You need to understand that you also have the reflection of God. You cannot be somebody without ideas somebody who cannot create things into existence simply by which god created you in his image you look alike him you carry the same ability so you need to push this season ladies and gentlemen it's a season whereby you must push yourself into that dimension whereby you begin to function as a god From me, Martin Sizila, I believe that this segment has been a blessing to you. You are free to share this message and spread the Kingdom of God. This episode has been brought to you, courtesy of Royal Kingdom Embassy. We are located in three centers in Paris, Free States, South Africa, as well as in two centers in Cape Town, Somerset West, as well as Guguletu. Join us every Sunday for worship. For inquiries, please call plus 277-2866-330. Alternatively, you can email prophet.martins1 at gmail.com. Be empowered to experience kingdom life.